the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier Infinity System, the energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Carry Factory Authorized Dealer. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL, system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401 351 7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free, financing is available. 401 401- 351 7600 Rhode Island Massachusetts it's JKL Engineering 401 351 7600 It's John DePietro on AM 1380 99.9 FM folks you can always listen online at the website depietro.com this portion of the program brought to you by Preferred Towing and Recovery located in Lincoln they service the entire state Female owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, which is repossessions and private property towing services. Call Preferred Towing and Recovery today at 401-725-8500. 401-725-8500. You know, Mark, who I know, who is fantastic, who's uh, certainly dependable and responsible he's been doing repossessions for 30 years it's preferred towing and recovery now they also buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s call for a fear offer today 401-725-8500 how about get some cash in your pocket that sounds nice for the new year preferred towing and recovery in lincoln 401-725-8500 and also online at preferredrecovery.com also on Facebook. Again, they buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Maybe you have one sitting in your garage. Call for a fear offer today, 401-725-8500. Preferred Towing and Recovery. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, which is repossessions, and private property towing services. Well, folks, it's Sean DePietro. And again, right now, the COVID numbers in Rhode Island continue to spike up we are fourth in the nation right now i was just now i when i'm getting ready for the show just so many of you know i i go through so many different newspapers uh a lot of the news is obviously redundant but i like to just go through different uh sources of news cases per capita where it's the highest right now it's california arizona tennessee and rhode island 
fourth. Now, California is really bad, as you can imagine. Uh, Tennessee is very, very bad. So in a map that they have of both the country and worldwide, we are in that dark red. We're in that dark, dark red, the same uh, red as California, Arizona, and Tennessee, and Rhode Island. We have the worst in New England. Now, I, I what, why is this? I, I believe it's spreading in the home. It's spreading in the home. And if it gets, if COVID gets into your home, it becomes very, very difficult. Uh, so there's so many different elements, folks, of this virus that are difficult to determine whether or not, remember, people could have it and test negative. So then they think, okay, well, I tested and I'm negative. But then it takes a couple of days for it to you know, really show in their system. So that that's difficult if you have it. It's not as if it's, you know, like chicken pox where it's spotted and then you can see, oh, there's where it is. Uh, this time of year, how many people listing? Listen, it's very common this time of year that people feel a little under the weather. There are other germs going around, right? There's still the common cold or you get a sore throat. Uh, some cases of flu, obviously not as many. So there could be multiple things that are going on. Everything's not COVID, but COVID is extremely, uh, this virus is, is, it's contagious. And once it gets in, and especially people that are seeing family and friends over or did Christmas, Christmas Eve, and now you have New Year's, it's going to start to, it's going to start to spread. I don't think we're not hearing it so much in a store. We're not hearing that. Uh, it's not that it's not possible, but it seems more person to person. You're with someone. They're talking to you. Uh, some of the droplets go into the ear. And then suddenly, you know, you, you're, you're inside as opposed to outside where the virus tends to disappear into the ear much harder to spread. So, but this is, you know, this is bad right now. We're fourth in the nation. I don't believe I do not believe the governor is going to put in any new restrictions. I believe they're going to try to manage this the best they can. Now, the hospitals are not overflowing. The number of people in the hospitals is actually down. People are getting tested a lot. Governor Mundo wants everyone to get tested. So, But I, I think the plan going forward is just to try to manage this the best we can. I believe that January and February are going to be tough months. And then once we hit March... We will realize, or they recognize, then more people will have the vaccine. Plus then, outdoor dining in March is far more doable. I'm not saying March can't be a tough month, but during the day in March, if you can get north of 50 with the heat lamps and so forth, I think we're going to be better off. So folks, the, the, it seems the real challenge is going to be the next 30 to 60 days. You get past that, more people getting the vaccine. I think we're actually, you know, as they say, the light at the end of the tunnel. But this is not, it's not easy. And it is everywhere and it's rampant and it's tough. And people are waiting for stimulus checks and people are trying to hold on to their jobs. It is, it is a very challenging time. There's something else that's coming up, by the way. And I wrote about this on the website. Don't forget to petro.com. You can log on. If you want to reach me, go to the website, petro.com, petro.com, sponsored by Liberty Mobility. Remember, if you have a uh, Liberty Mobility is the largest provider of pre-owned power wheelchairs and power scooters. So maybe you have one and you're no longer needing them. Maybe you have a family member who just, unfortunately, they don't need a power wheelchair, power scooter. 
Call Liberty Mobility today, Paul Long. You can link right through at the website, dipetro.com, 401-827-8800. Get back your liberty with mobility. 5 Church Street, West Warwick. Uh, but they help get them to people who are in need. Now, on the website, a couple of things. We have a man of the year, person of the year, I should say. But also, folks, this was like a little bit of a clip, but it's something that's going to happen over the next two years. That is, the state right now, state of Rhode Island, is on track to lose a congressional seat. We are. Uh, and it would, right now, with everything, unless something drastically changes, it would seem that in the fall of 2022, that Congressman David Cicilline, Congressman Landry, and if they both want to stay in Congress, that there would be a primary. How about that? So there'd be a primary, and uh, we would only have one congressperson. And by all accounts, it would seem that unless something drastically changes, that Cicilline, Congressman David Cicilline, he would be the lone congressperson from Rhode Island. Now, for someone like me, and I think like many of you, you feel that we it's like we have no representation. I don't support anything he's part of. He is part of the very left liberal progressive agenda. He has no interest in working with the other side. He certainly has no interest in representing any, any of my concerns or priorities, any of yours. He is as partisan as they come. There's nothing middle down the middle of the road. There's been no evidence that he's ever even attempted to work with the other side. But that is um, that is something that's looming out there. Uh, with the population declining and something else that that comes becomes a, a problem and it is a problem and it's it's people just lose faith in the system that you can't have a fair vote there's no fair election our election rolls are some of the worst in the country some of the worst election abuse of election rolls happens to be in rhode island and that just discourages good people from running for office so someone like cicilline feels that he's basically it, it you try to run someone against him and it's like he's the Harlem Globetrotters, whoever you put up as the Washington generals. It would just be, God, it would almost be like he's the Buffalo Bills and the Republican is the New England Patriots. I never thought I'd be saying that, but that was uncomfortable to watch. So you can read about that at the website, dipetro.com. Hey, folks, now listen, the temperatures are up and down. You're having any problem with your heating system. Remember, you can call R.E. Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562, 401 732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As they say, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Plumbing, heating, cooling, residential services. From winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements, installation. Are you having a problem with your heating system? or cooling, or plumbing, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today. You can find them on Facebook, and then also their phone number is 401-732-6562. They're located right in Warwick, 125 Dewey Avenue, Warwick. Call Coogie. Let them into your home, 401-732-6562. Make sure you wish them a happy birthday. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, and reliable. And you can find them on Facebook. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, folks, uh, the best thing to do is always just go to the website, dipetro.com. Don't forget, dipetro.com also. I uh, Just click on Contact John. Is brought to you by Allstate Lock. Boy, this is a good time. Get your lock secure security cameras online at allstatelock.com. 
or call them at 401-349-0042. Allstate Lock and AllstateLock.com. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil. Make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing check out their website henryoil.com or call them today 401-521-0200 henry oil since 1947 they have a great family history and they are just terrific you can depend on carmine and Lori and the great folks at henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 check them out online at henryoil.com residential and commercial fuel oil delivery service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200 this winter. I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799 That's 401-321-2799 or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, Call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. 
Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is dipietro.com. It is time for our segment, Politics This Week. Joining me, he is the managing editor of OceansAndCurrent.com. It's Justin Katz. And Justin, I want to start off right before Christmas. There were a group of um, health professionals. We told doctors, we don't know, but a number of them had a protest right in front of the home of Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. Six of them got arrested. And this was all over the treatment of the inmates at the ACI. And then over the course of the weekend, another inmate uh, passed away from COVID. They did, the inmates got the vaccine on Saturday. But I, the reason I want to talk about it is um, something you and I had touched on. And that is basically that seemingly going forward now, um, I think that becomes like the new norm that if you want to protest the governor, forget about the state house. The place to do is to take it right to her home front or home on Providence's east side. Oh, yeah. Well, certainly there's a, there are a lot of advantages to that. Actually, yes. you know, the, you can a protest of, say, a couple dozen people will look pretty large outside of a, a suburban style house like that. True. Uh, and uh, and it's pretty easy to get arrested. You just the police told them, apparently, um, it, don't block the street. Otherwise, we'll have to arrest you. And so they blocked the street and they got arrested. So, uh, you know, it's a, a predictable spot. It's 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 a safe spot. You're not going to run into any uh, troublemakers going to beat you up just for being out on the street at night. And uh, so I, I think we will see that more and more. Uh, and it, it's a un, until obviously there's a new governor who has a new neighborhood that might change things a little bit. But that does seem to be the the way to go about getting your message out. It started with the uh, the kind of Black Lives Matter crowd. Uh, then we saw the uh, supporters of a local gym that was shut down, yep. took it up, but they were people and stayed on the sidewalk, apparently. Uh, and now it's the prisons. Um, that's just going to be the way it goes. Um, and it's it's an easy way to get your, you know, if you go to the state house, you need dozens of people to look like a crowd. Of course, the local news media, if you're on, the, if you're progressive, you only need two or three. Uh, but uh, in general, yeah, I think I think we're going to see more of that. And it'll it'll probably expand to include other other um, Rhode Island officials, perhaps even, you know, not just elected officials, but it would it's not difficult to imagine this spreading to the homes of if they live in Rhode Island or nearby the homes of the director of the prisons and that kind of thing. You know, what's also interesting to me is the, um, they were, you know, which tends to be the case, but very organized. They even had a casket as a prop, which they left in front of the house. They had uh, like a slideshow. So on the governor's front lawn, which was covered in snow at the time, <clears throat> they had like a slide that was actually words you could read that they projected beamed onto the lawn. It was also, if you if you watch, they, they were told you can't block the street. They were purposely standing in the street and not just standing in the street, but standing like across the street. So no traffic could get could back and forth. So but the way that their supporters frame it online was they were arrested for protesting in front of the home of Governor Gina Raimondo. So. They weren't arrested for protesting. They were arrested for blocking the street. <laughs> but. The way it's framed, and what do you think of that, is very carefully all of their supporters flock to social media and say, can you believe this is supposed to be a right? And I see these people, that's supposed to be a right. You should be allowed to protest. No, they were they were arrested for protesting in the street. Uh, they could have been on the sidewalk. Some were on the sidewalk. 
but it's then framed that that's the reason they were arrested for protesting in front of the governor's home. Oh, yeah, it's, it's all about the, the image and the framing. I mean, even as you insinuate the, the idea that they're, they're healthcare workers, that's, that's the phrase they're using. Uh, which indicates that I mean that could cover a wide variety of yes of people. That, I mean, a clerk in a in a pharmacy could maybe yes. claim put put on a white smock and go out in the street and claim to be a, yep. a healthcare worker. So they're trying to make it seem as if there are these hardworking frontline doctors uh, being arrested for peacefully uh, protesting outside the governor's house on I think it was Christmas Eve, uh, but that's not the case. It's a, it's a coordinated performance with people who may or may not be actual frontline workers who deliberately stood where the police told them in a, in a spot, the police told them would get them arrested. And that that's it. They'll, they'll go do that. They'll take whatever fine they, they get and then they'll go on their way. But it's, it's all about uh, just manipulating the public. What it was also not lost on me was um, the gym owners. That's one thing they did stay on the sidewalk. The gym owners got some play, some press, but last Sunday, uh, there was some, see, organizing this stuff, as much as you and I follow it, it's not as easy as people, some people think. So there were some people who were kind of an offshoot of some of the Trump protests um, or whatever since Election Day. And they just announced we're going to have a dance party in front of the governor's house. And, you know, they got all of four people to show up and there was no coverage. There was nothing. You couldn't find anything on the Channel 10 website, the Channel 12 website. Um they were just playing music and, and dancing in kind of a stupid way, uh, very ineffective. They, to them, it was the biggest thing because the police were there and the television camera did show up. But there was no prop. There was no plan to get arrested. Uh, there was It was just, to me, it was like rank amateur hour. With this, you have people, they made it seem like somebody walked out of the operating room and immediately ended up on the street. It, you know, if you put a doctor's shirt on someone and give them a hat and a mask and say that's a frontline healthcare worker, who who's to say that it's not? It, it could be. That's like way back when they had um, some uh, protesters against the the lockdown back in May. They had some people show up and. Uh, it was some women that had on, you know, the whole garb that looked and then the media was reporting, oh, some nurses showed up. And you say, how do you know they're nurses? They just because they dressed that way. I think one of them was a nurse, but the other ones were just some union people or some activists that dressed up like nurses. And then no one's asking for diplomas or degrees or identification. So it's all in the way they frame it. And and I think you're right. In going forward, it's one thing at, at Smith Street at the State House, and you're right. It's so huge, and it looks you need a large crowd. With this, if you have 15 people on a small, on just a regular residential street, it it does look like a mob, and it it now is guaranteeing that you are going to get coverage, which is the most important thing. Right, and you're you're to the extent you're affecting uh, the person you're you're targeting, you're, they're, if their neighbors are being just being unsettled, that will affect them as well. And most neighbors yes. aren't, aren't used to having even small crowds show up in their neighborhood with signs and lights and coffins and so yeah. on. But I think you raised a, a very important point. The the progressives on this stuff are very organized. They're they're oh, they're God. flush with cash. First of all, yes, that comes down from billionaire uh, progressives and labor unions. They they're just 
they're being paid to organize these things. It's their job. And so they have these props, like uh, the one we talked about at a summer event with the, the giant gavel, you know, who has that lying around? I mean, right. it's not even a coffin could maybe be a Halloween decoration. Somebody has, but a giant yep. gavel, you know, they had, it's like, there's a warehouse of protest props. They've got access to that. They've got the money. Whereas on the right, it's people who are really, incensed and you can see that in the so you get the the max gym folks out there those are people whose livelihoods are at stake so they have a motivation to go out in the middle of the day uh, and and protest at the governor's house whereas here i mean even they're what they're calling for is decarceration letting they're calling on a halt to arrests i mean there there are on a conservative side uh, and I'm, i'm among them people who think there are too many people in jail and people in jail for reasons they shouldn't be in jail and so there's actually a coalition that could be formed here. But these protesters are just so radical. You have to be paid to take this attitude. I mean, the, the two people, the two prisoners who've died, one was in his 60s, one was almost 80. And the second one, the one who was almost 80, who just recently died, had a had a living will saying, don't take any extreme measures to keep me alive, had other complications. The other one had complications. And the first one to die, if I've got the right person, was was in jail for for raping uh, some a double amputee an elderly double amputee who died yes. i mean that's yes. that's the person they're defending and memorializing right. on the lawn of the governor's house so it's it's just totally ludicrous they're not out there talking about people who are incarcerated for because they had a, a half ounce of pot in their pocket or something like that they're they're actually protesting the deaths of old people with um with other conditions who die from a disease. And actually, if, if you believe the numbers, I'm, I'm not entirely confident in all the numbers we're getting on COVID, but if you believe the numbers, the death rate in the prison system in Rhode Island right now is less than half the rate in the population at large. So they're safer in jail than they are in the public by that measure. So That's it's, true. it's kind of a ludicrous point they're making, but it's political and it's very organized for some other reason to apply pressure uh, and they're all paid to do it. That's so, it that's how it works. and. The, the news media is kind of complicit in that. As you, you mentioned, the nurses earlier in the year who were out there, and there was the one who I think was a nursing student still. Yes, guy. that's right. And, uh, so the, the media just comes along with the idea that these are all nurses without digging yeah. them. Who are you? Who's paying you to be here? I mean, the, the right. questions I've gotten in the past as a, as a conservative who's gone to some protests, who are you? Why? What's your backing? Where's your money? Is this a Republican thing? Is this a, uh, is this a Koch brothers thing? That's what you get on the right, which is why... And I, th- I think as we see more and more protests at the, at the governor's house, I think we ought to, you ought to take the ones from the conservatives more seriously, even if they're lesser in number, or, or especially if they're just people protesting a particular business closure. Those are people who are actually angry. It's not a performance. It's a, it's a sign of, um, of actual fomenting um, anger in the public. And I think so that, that I, I kind of hope we'll see more of that because then maybe we'll start to see a response. You know, and also in, um, in going forward, and again, folks, um, our segment is politics this week with me is Justin Katz, managing com, As someone that has covered so many of these, and, and, and maybe part of it falls to me that I don't do a good enough job in really breaking it down for the public sometimes. But they, when you attend some of these, they have a list of demands. Now, I don't follow the demands. Some members of the media do, obviously. But they have demands such as you, you can't show the faces of the protesters. Now, it helps because they all wear masks now. But if you show uh, the face of a protester, they say, oh, you're doxing them. And um, to me, if you take part in something right on a public street, you contact the media, you want attention, 
you forfeit any right to privacy when you're marching like that in the street. But they'll say you can't show the face. And then if you do, then they say, oh, you, you just showed a minor. And, and how are you supposed to know who's a minor, who's, who's not a minor? They also, they're very aggressive. They send usually one or two people max over. These are the people. You want to interview someone, this is who you interview. Now, I interview whoever I want, but I, I sometimes will see the person they were pushing, and I'll see that person on Channel 10, 12, and 6. The other part of this, Justin Katz, is that I think, so the media goes along with all these like made-up rules is what they are, that the protesters make up. I've seen weeks back in the summertime <clears throat> where they had a protest on monday night and they say that it was organized by uh pravex and then on wednesday night there's a, a, another protest and they say that was organized by deer and then they have another protest on friday night and then they say that was organized by direct action now i would attend all three it was a lot of the same people each night but the media just reports it as oh this was organized by this group and that was organized by that group and if you don't know any better you think, wow, they have three different, very active, you know, groups and everything. When it's it's basically, I'm not saying everyone, but most of the standard bearers, it's the same people at every one. And I saw the same people at some of these ACI protests they were doing. And then in front of the, the governor's house, don't you think the local media has an obligation to report more on as exactly who is behind the organizing of many of these you know, so-called protests. Oh, absolutely. Especially, especially to the degree that it's, it's so obviously a professional production. I mean, the, yes. the, the, at that point, the news media should shift gears and, and behave as if they're interviewing, not just average citizens, but, but professionals whose job is to affect public opinion. I mean, that ought to be the spirit within which the news media interviews them. And so when they say you can't film anybody or talk to anybody, about these handful of people, well, why is that? Well, I think a large part of the reason is because if if you interview somebody and then they're again and you film them and then the pictures of the next rally, you see the same people uh, and pictures of the decarcerate rally are also at the, I don't know, pro-abortion rally. And they're also at the uh, you know climate change rally and all of those. You start to get a very different sense in the public eye. And I think that's that's what the protesters are are trying to prevent. And that's exactly what the news media ought to be uh, getting out there so people have a real sense of, of what's going on and, and who's involved in these things because it is pro professional activity it is and it's not the way in and, and, and they actually buy into this whole thing of like hey it's my constitutional right to protest you have no right to expose my identity and it's this is not someone quietly you know walking the picket line or walking out in front like a traditional protest these are activists these are activists they're paid activists I think that should be highlighted more. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. It's our year-end segment, Politics This Week. Justin Katz, managing editor at OceanStateCorrent.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly? Or maybe you have problems with it. I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. Easy to remember. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, 
just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401-305-3585. You've seen her store. It's right in that old white church. It's My Health, because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible acai berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, because remember, it's your health. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health. Our segment is politics this week. With me is Justin Katz, managing at our OceanStateCard.com. Justin, I did want to mention that, um, uh, you know, we're going to use this segment as kind of a look back and also predictions and just general thoughts. But I did notice that there is a, a mention in uh, the Providence Journal that, boy, things certainly seem to be lining up that Rhode Island is going to lose a congressional seat. Now in other States, this does go on. It's it's, I'm not saying it's not a big deal, but it's just not as a big deal. New York's about to lose a congressional seat. Some other States, but Rhode Island, obviously it becomes a bigger deal because we only have two in Congress. So this may be the last one, or I, I don't even know what happens for 2022, but just your thought on uh, the dynamic that then could start to take shape. If in fact we go down to, uh, just one congressional seat because, I mean, I'll go first. I To me, Cicilline is the one that would remain. I don't see Jim Langevin running against him. Langevin's been 20 years in 
Congress. I've even heard he may try to get a job at the Biden administration. But um, but I think it becomes a, a different dynamic because Congressman Cicilline, he is just so partisan and so far to the left that I, I would say, you know, you take out the inner city and his values do not translate uh, at all to a good majority of the people of Rhode Island. Well, that yeah, that's that's undeniable. I think, although I, at this point, especially with mail ballots and, and so on, I, I don't think there's much chance of of uh, him losing the seat if if it does go down to the one. But it does start to really I, that could exacerbate the the kind of the identity, uh, the sense of identity of people in the state. I mean, at, at this point, if if you're represented by Langevin, you may not be particularly happy, but he's, he's at least not one of the radicals in Congress. Um, and you also lose that kind of balance. I, I don't know how accurate it is to, to see it this way, but with our senators, Reed seems a little bit more moderate. White House sometimes, it, well, not sometimes, but often seems like the radical attack dog uh, for the left. So there's at least that sense of, well, we've got somebody who's kind of moderate and somebody who's radical. You, you lose that if you lose Langevin. Um, Generally, on the on the idea of losing a congressional seat, I, th- I think you're right that, I mean, it is a big deal in Rhode Island. You're losing one of two is different than losing one of however many New York or California has. That's that's a percentage. This is half. Uh, and I, I the disappointing thing about the debate is I know the, what we hear about it is we need everybody to fill out the census so we can just barely scrape over the finish line and keep our second congressional seat. What we ought to be hearing throughout from politicians, from activists, from news media, is this is an indication we're not growing. We're not a healthy state. This is not something that happens to a a burgeoning, uh, prosperous state that people want to live in. This is something that happens to a state that's kind of falling away. And that's a, a very... A very important consideration. Nobody's really talking about. But I think generally, for the for the good of the nation, if Rhode Island loses one of its two seats, that's that's to the benefit of, of the United States of America. You know that that's interesting. And what do you think the reaction will be from the Republican Party? Because as you and I have discussed at nauseum, and at this point, again, I'm not trying to attack the Republican Party, but <clears throat> I mean, for them, what are they going to say? Who's going to step up to run against them? As I've said in the past, I would liken that at this point to almost being like the Washington Generals against the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> if there's anyone that has it down with the mail ballots and with however you want to frame it, it's it's Congressman David Cicilline. He started perfecting it when he became the mayor, and then it's gotten even more strong since he's uh, been in Congress. And as I have broken down the numbers, when he was first elected in 2010, he beat John Laughlin. He was elected to Congress in 2010. He received 81,000 votes. If we're to believe that this was an accurate vote, just the one that just took place in November, he basically has doubled his vote total, close to 160,000 votes. At a time that the state is losing population, we're going to lose a seat losing population. We're somehow to believe that Congressman David Cicely picked up 80,000 new voters in a span of 10 years. I don't believe that. But I don't see a Republican Party challenging that. Um, I think he certainly feels very good about his voting list. And as you, you and I talked about, he can go out and get his campaign staff to ballot harvest and collect all the ballots. So I, I, I think Cicilline is one that they have just completely given up on in trying to defeat to the point that 
let's face it, just this past November, he did not even have a Republican challenge. Right. Well, I, I think, um, I mean, I, I don't necessarily, as we've discussed before, I don't necessarily blame the people who are, who are actually involved in Republican politics at this point. It's just, it's almost like trying to run a marathon in mud uh, for, on, on a right in Rhode Island. But this, that it, it, this race, if we do lose a congressional seat and it comes down to, to one, that will be a great example of the problem we have in Rhode Island is that, you know, that ought to create opportunity. Uh, but it probably yes. won't because the the uh, whether it's whether it's ideological battle or raw electoral corruption, the left has it locked up. That's I mean it's just that simple. And I think that Cicilline becoming the sole congressman from the state of Rhode Island will, will really put an exclamation point on that. Yeah. What about, um, I want to jump around a little bit. And again, folks, our segment is politics this week with Justin Katz, managing at OceanStateCourt.com. What about, um, who would you consider to be some winners from uh, this past year of 2020, politically now, locally and politically? Well, I think in a general way, you've got to, you've got to put the just progressives as the, the winners. I mean, everything is lining up and heading in their way in Rhode Island. The uh, Matt Brown's little troop of co-op progressives did did well. Uh, Republicans, conservatives got pretty soundly beaten. Uh, they got rid of Nick Mattiello. Uh, they replaced him with Joe Shikarchi, who's who's one of the winners as well, but who will be much friendlier, I think, uh, in the long run to progressives. Um, yeah. Their their identity politics push is really paying off where you, you've got now a Supreme Court justice, almost the, I mean, the only the overriding qualification was that she's black. Uh, so it's, you know, they're really resurgent. Uh, the news media has completely given in to them in my view. Uh, whereas before there was bias, that's not even, that's not even a question. It's outright activism where we see where we, as we've discussed, you see, uh, especially young reporters out there, it's such a privilege to be covering this progressive rally essentially is what they're saying. So I, I think they've got to be the winners of 2020 in Rhode Island. And that's, that's discouraging, but I, th I think that's the reality. You know, it's interesting. Um, someone who I, I admittedly don't know a lot about, but Shikachi's new number two, who is uh, the majority leader, this uh, Chris Plajowski, and he's a progressive from Providence. I caught just part of an interview with the two of them over the weekend on Newsmakers. Tim White and Nisi had them on. I think they'd been on before, but they were replaying it. And um, one of the things they asked him about, this number two, Chris Blajowski, who, again, folks, he's going to be very powerful at the Rhode Island State House, the number two to the speaker. They were asking him about, within the Democrat Party, how <clears throat> basically – it's, it's kind of become accepted fact that because of some of the progressive slogans like defund the police, you have people like Barack Obama, Congressman Jim Claiborne from South Carolina, um, and then even Biden to some extent, even saying, you know, those slogans defund the police that kind of, you know, it hurt. Uh, the Democrats did not have that blue wave in Congress that they were initially thinking they were going to. And they they were saying, you know, you have to be cautious with some of these uh, the Green New Deal and defund the police and some of these progressive type slogans. So you have, you know, Biden, Obama, um, you know, Pelosi, certain members of the Democrat Party that I would argue, you know, they're the real power saying this is a fact. This is why we did. We, the Republicans actually picked up seats in the House. And here you have Chris Blajowski saying, well, I don't agree with that. I don't think that happened. It, it, it happened. 
it's not even like an opinion. It happened that they did get hurt in the uh, in in the in Congress and in in the party. I think for someone to still dig their heels in gives you insight to you know he he's like along the lines of like an AOC that feel like we're progressives. We don't apologize. This is our platform, Justin Katz. Well, certainly, and I but I, I think I would read a part of his reaction as a as just the different circumstances in Rhode Island. I mean, when, if you look at Barack Obama saying, hey, don't use those scary terms for the rubes, he's talking about people across the country because there are still sure. red states. There's still, I mean, if you look at the, if you look at the map and if you look at state legislators and governors, you're, you're still talking about a very Republican country. So he, he's warning the coastal folks, you know, don't rally them too much. <laughs> we're, we're getting this locked up. Uh, with our major with our few major cities where we can cheat real well Uh, so in Rhode Island yeah he's free to let his freak flag fly you know just oh yeah whatever defund the police go for it decarcerate we're just we're just well-meaning progressives in Rhode Island and so that's what it is and part of it is I think the just the the ideological bent of the state I think a lot of people who would have fought back have left uh, out of disgust Uh, I I think you've got the strong you know, the, the colleges and the student movement uh, is relatively strong here because it's a relatively small state. Uh, and, I, and a lot of it's just this, a lot of people bought off by unions or, or what have you. And then there's the, the possibility of, of electoral fraud. So I, I think they just know they don't have to they don't have to be quiet because the media is not going to treat them as radical. There's not an opposition that can build up, <laughs> build up. You can take advantage of their extremity. Uh, and so there they go. That's, that's just what it is. And it's, it is, it is an indication of where the state's going that he's number two at this point, I think. Good point. Folks, quick break. A lot more. Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCard.com. A segment's politics this week, right here on the John DePietro show. Folks, remember for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee tree, call them today. 401 401- 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal Since 2006 And also 24-7 emergency service available Call Yankee Tree Service today 439-6028 439-6028 Whether it's tree removal Stump grinding Tree pruning emergency service bucket truck service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com
Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Carry Factory authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL system replacement oil to gas or for a heat pump. Remember estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts called JKL engineering right now, residential or commercial at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system, what if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates of free financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram are also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com in an accident someone hits your vehicle it's damaged in some way pick up the phone and call west fountain auto body 
3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident... First thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401-305-3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's My Health, because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible acai berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, because remember, it's your health. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health.